0: Beach Weekly...
1: Arts! Welcome to Real Talk, the daily 49er arts podcast where we focus on films. For this first episode, we have a star-studded lineup. I am Manny Valladares.
2: I'm Aubrey bolster
1: And I
0: am Perry Continente.
1: For this episode, we will be focusing on the 92nd Oscars, giving our picks of the five biggest categories... Best Actor, Actress, Supporting Actor, Director, and Picture. As well as giving a couple snubs. For Melodies out of the way, let's get into the first category.
2: How about another joke, Murray? I'm so sick of it! You embarrass yourself like that in front of all those
1: goddamn people! Let Neptune strike ye dead, Winslow! You won't forget me, will you? This is me. This is how I win. Leading actor. Ooh. So um, I'll just say each person, and we'll go off from there. So first is Antonio Banderas in *Pain and Glory*, Leonardo DiCaprio in *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*, Adam Driver in *Marriage Story*, Joaquin Phoenix in *Joker*, and Jonathan Price in *The Two Popes*. What are you guys' takes on this category?
0: Well, I think that Joaquin Phoenix is the clear front runner. He's cleaned up at every awards show. So I would be not really sad, but I'd be surprised if he doesn't take the award.
1: I don't think there was any direction in that movie outside of just him doing his thing and directing himself. And I think that is more than deserving of best actor.
0: We haven't really seen Todd Phillips direct a film like this before. I mean, he's the guy who made The Hangover, so I don't want to count him out
1: entirely.
0: If he made another film that was sort of in the same Scorsese vein and it didn't turn out well, I would say so, but it's it's unquestionable that Joaquin Phoenix is one of the best working actors today.
2: Yeah, I loved Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. I think he did great. He's a very intense actor. I've watched a lot of the Mm. the behind-the-scenes footage, and he's swept award season. I'm ready for that climate change speech. I'm ready for that <laughs> vegan oh, yeah. promotion. We love someone using their platform for King, a cause. We sting. I'd say a wild card. I would call Adam Driver as a wild card. I- mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed him in Marriage Story. It was very sad.
1: I mean, his character was... I feel like I ended up rooting for him. Not right yeah. out of the gate, but definitely by the end of it.
2: I don't know if there's a true protagonist of that film. No. But if I was rooting for anyone, I'd say it was Adam's character. His best performance. I'm sure we'll talk more about Marriage Story later, but I enjoyed yeah. Adam's performance. And I'd call him as the wild card, but I definitely think Joaquin has it in the bag.
0: Mine's Adam Driver as well. I was this pretty incredible range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, on a Marriage Story, obviously, he's, you know, shows... I, I think Think it's the best showcase of his acting talent but i'm not sure did anyone here see patterson
1: yeah patterson is a phenomenal movie
0: i think patterson um that is a very nuanced textured performance and i think that logan lucky shows that he has like comedy chops so he's really shown in a pretty short period of time that he's this extremely versatile extremely talented actor honestly academy awards aren't just about your single performance so i would i would like to see him win too this is this is one of the more competitive yeah. categories
1: also i like how we have not talked about leo whatsoever so far <laughs> oh no he's not gonna win it no. he
0: won he won it for a an okay film and an okay performance recently yeah.
1: i mean that one was yeah. a gimme at that point because yeah. he, he's done so many great roles at that point he pretty much deserve that
0: which goes back to what yeah. i said about like it's not for the performance that you get it it's for the work you've put in
1: all right cool so now let's go into the best actress nominees mm-hmm. so first we got cynthia arrivo for harriet scarlett johansson for marriage story Charlize Theron for bombshell oh i missed one right there saoirse, saoirse ronan <gasps> for little How women dare you? <laughs> that's, that's pretty egregious and then we got renee zellweger for judy so mm-hmm. uh oh we'll let aubrey the token woman in this thank you um, Thank for you yeah. for this representation.
2: Yeah, that's why we brought you along. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, Renee Zellweger, like Joaquin Phoenix, has sort of swept the award season for Best Actress, which I did enjoy. I really did. It was really haunting and, and her battle with addiction. Yeah. Just sort of falling from stardom because she was a star at such a young age in what is called, you know, we now refer to as the golden years of Hollywood. I just really liked it. I think she's going to... I just think she's going to win because... It was strong, and it was a really beautiful performance. And I just, I'm a sucker for Judy Garland.
1: I, for me, I'd probably say it's uh, Sersha Ronan for my pick. Really displays her acting chops in that movie, and is like the backbone of that oh, yeah. entire film. So
2: I think... She's such a gift in yes. everything she's in. She's just so cool. We love...
0: I, I definitely think that Sersha Ronan is a frontrunner, as is Renee Zellweger. I think we need to remember that Hollywood loves Hollywood and uh they love period pieces and they love glitz and glam and yeah. even when it shines a more negative light that's something that uh a lot of the people in the academy are old yeah they're really old and so this is like gonna make them feel like they're young again
2: yeah. and
0: i think that that's going to affect a lot of things i i got my money on renee
2: as a wild card i i enjoyed charlie's theron in bombshell bombshell's <laughs> just an important film i just love so many of the i'm I'm biased towards so many of these actresses just because I love them as people, and they're also talented. But I'm pretty sure Renee has it, but I would keep my eye on Charlize because you could never underestimate Charlize Theron. No. It'd be a mistake. You'd be a fool. You you adore
1: like some of these people. There's a reason I have not mentioned one of them, and that's Scarlett Johansson, (laughs) whom, I'm not gonna lie, I despise and uh it goes that deep i I mean i mean honestly like her whitewashing of certain characters i find to be very uh
2: offensive and
1: disturbing and not only that i think her character and marriage story like i just being like an asshole
2: no yeah you're meant to hate her character she did such an incredible job playing her that you i don't even want her to win it despise that character she did such
1: she did so good of a job i don't want her to win yeah that's (laughs)
0: i've had conversations with people when when leo was up for uh i think he was up for best supporting actor for Mm. django unchained i had somebody tell me they're like yeah i don't want him to win because he he played a racist a little too effectively (laughs) and i'm like that's such a ridiculous thing to like say you know like what do you want him to go up there and like read off a script and like stumble his lines
1: best supporting actor nominees so let's start off with tom hanks from a beautiful day in the neighborhood we got anthony hopkins for the two popes Al Pacino for the Irishman, Joe Pesci for the Irishman, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, what do we think Brad Pitt's going to K- talk about yeah. in his speech because we all know he's going to win? What? I don't, I think, Brad gonna win. Wow. I don't wow. think Brad Pitt's going to win. Wow. I don't think Brad Pitt's going to win. That's a
0: very hot t-
2: Okay. He has swept one? award season.
1: Yeah. This is true.
0: I don't think he should win. I think Joe Pesci should win.
2: Ooh. You, know you see?
0: Or Anthony Hopkins. This is. I wouldn't say this is a tight category because, like, like there's a reason we haven't mentioned Tom Hanks, and
2: yeah, it's just it's a feel good movie. It's uh, a, it's
0: like it's
2: Mr. Rogers. I you see know. why
0: it's up there, but like I would be I would let out an, I, I love Tom Hanks. Like nobody yes. hates Tom Hanks.
2: No. Yeah.
0: Like but uh, I'd let out an audible groan if he took this category.
1: Yeah, I get yeah. you. Like honestly, that movie was kind of lackluster. Like I remember watching it, but
2: yeah, I'd say Brad Pitt's character is my favorite part of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hmm. There's something just interesting about. The story of a one star stuntman. I find that a very interesting storyline that we haven't really seen a lot. I think his character is great. I do love, I did enjoy Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, though. Yeah. I yeah. really did.
0: That Brad Pitt oh, yeah, wait. Oscar win. He's think, never won an acting Oscar. I don't think he wow. has.
1: So we are just learning that Brad Pitt has yet to win. <laughs> Breaking,
0: an acting news. Oscar. Breaking news. Breaking
1: news. Breaking. He has to win he's
2: this He's one now. behind Leo. He literally. Yeah. He's <laughs> tie. He's owed that.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah, I could actually, you guys have brought me around to your side. I do think he's going to win now. Partially just because like he's never won. And I think as a character actor, he can be really good. I hate him as a leading actor in, but if it's like we have this ensemble cast and Brad Pitt's there and he's playing a goofy guy, I'm like, I'm 100% in.
1: But let's also be honest here. I need to see how more unhinged this man can get with his speeches about Quentin Tarantino and he mentioned his foot fetish.
2: Seriously, Quentin has separated more women from their shoes than the TSA. You know what? We'll dive more into the foot fetish when we get into the best picture category, ladies. (laughs) So let's get into best director.
1: Oh. Okay, so best director. We got Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Who do we think wait, wait, should
2: wait. win it? One, three. One, two, three. Parasite. Parasite. Bong Joon-ho.
0: No. <laughs> we should have coordinated that better.
2: Um, but yeah, no, Bong
0: Joon-ho is like put like, respect the man. The man is yeah. one of the best working directors today. Yes. So, yeah. If he doesn't win, it's, like, straight up racist. That's, like, the <laughs> only reason I can Like, if Quentin Tarantino wins this, I'm going to fight Wait, somebody. We're going to get
2: into that. But we also, we talk about Brad Pitt's speeches. Well, let's talk about our boy Bombs. Oh, yeah. Ooh, amazing speeches thus far in this award season. Yeah. Fully... Fully shading veganism. Oh yeah, we love. Yeah, And we, subtitles. Oh yeah, subtitles? when he said. Well, not we, subtitles, more American for. When he said you have dubs. to overcome that two centimeter barrier known as subtitles, <laughs> I cried. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we we collectively agree that Parasite Bong Joon Ho should win. Who do we oh, think? Up should not win this category. Todd
0: Phillips! (laughs) Quentin Tarantino, Todd Phillips. Those two, if either of them win, it's going to be weird, and I'm going to feel
1: weird. I'm not going to lie, I'm also mad that 19, like, I understand why 1917 is in here. I think Sam Mendes did like a very Mm -hmm. admirable job, but it was the cinematographer that really deserves the credit. Shouldn't win this award. I easily think that. That and Joker are two movies that I don't think were directorial, like, masterpieces. These other movies, I can at least say to a certain extent, work. Yeah,
2: yeah. Martin Scorsese, obviously. It's Martin Sorcerer's yes, He Scorsese. Scorsese. He did a great job. But is he Bong Joon-ho? No. I no, he's think
1: not. I don't not. think anyone is Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> Except for maybe Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but I, like, on a good day. <laughs> no, I, I agree that um, Quentin Tarantino and Todd Phillips shouldn't win. Yeah. And in that realm, mm. I do think we had a couple of snubs for this category. And I think the biggest snub of all... Drumroll, please. Greta Gerwig for Little Women. Very Are we true. shocked? No. Are we in any way surprised? No. Are we saddened? Of course. Yeah. I think Greta Gerwig deserved the nomination, not because she's a woman, but because yeah. Little Women was incredibly <sighs> executed as a reinterpretation of a classic novel that's already been done, I think, three times yeah. in uh, film. Hers is yeah. the
0: unanimously mm-hmm. like there's yeah. no reason to watch the others at this point
1: but, yeah, <laughs> like I, I find that very hard to believe because the way the film is done just feels like a film yeah and it's yeah. done so and, yeah. perfectly and not like you know like i think the thing with books is that they tend to like go on for too long this movie did not overstay its welcome and did like a great mm-hmm. job of doing that Me- and uh, mediums
0: uh, are different things that's yeah. true it's like adapting something from a book there's a reason why everyone says the book is better than the movie yeah. it's because the story was made for one medium and then proceeded to be not as good to be directly adapted and that just doesn't work it's the same reason why like novelizations of films are such jokes you know it's not that literature is inherently better it's that certain stories are better for certain mediums
2: i'd say little women is like more of a children's book not little children but like preteen. you know Mm -hmm. it's definitely not an adult novel I, i remember reading it when i was like 10.
1: yeah like the same way like jane Eyre is a book that you read like in your teen years yeah
2: and then to be able to adapt that. You know, a book about, you know, young women. Yeah. To adapt that into such a complex, beautiful film yeah. that adults and, I think, teenagers, children can enjoy alike. I definitely think Greta Gerwig was snubbed. And it just, yeah. you know, it plays into, I'm tired of talking about it, but we've had one female winner of Best yeah. Director. In, yeah. And I think less than ten nominees. Yeah. I think, like, even five or so. And don't quote me. I know it's less than 10 female nominees for Best Director. And once again, it's not... Don't nominate people because they're female. Nominate them because they deserve it, and Greta Gerwig deserved it.
0: And the Academy likes what they like. There are a lot of old people. Like, let's be real. Yeah,
1: I mean, they're getting better, but they're still made up of majority old people.
0: It's like, I've heard some quotes about, like, and there are certain categories they fully do not care about. They do not care about Best Animated Picture.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, they literally have two different sound awards, and they usually end up giving both of them to the same movies because they honestly don't know the difference between both categories. Know, yeah. There's a mm-hmm. lot
0: wrong with the Academy, and so I think that the, the lack of female directors is not from a lack of talent at yes. all. Yeah, I, I do think that there are fewer major female directors, largely because the system itself is yeah. such a boys' club.
2: That plays into, like, a lot of people say, you know, these award shows don't matter. It's just... Um, Rich people patting themselves on the back, but for a lot of up-and-coming directors and female mm. directors in particular, yeah. these awards do matter. Because if you win an Oscar, that gets your name put on a list yeah, you to got keep your, working.
0: You got your foot in the door. Yes,
2: and if you can direct an amazing movie, but if it doesn't win an award, often you're yeah. just pushed aside and never hired again. So, these awards do matter for people, uh-huh. and... But you need to get nominated in order to win the award.
0: I feel like Hollywood thinks if they can let Spike Lee make a movie every, like, seven years, that they don't have a race problem. It's like, oh. you know, and there's, like, such a short list for anyone who isn't, like, a white guy to make movies. It's like, okay, we yeah. got uh, we got Spike Lee, we've got um, Jordan Peele, and it's like, okay, cool, that's the major black directors that we will give something. Yeah
1: all right so uh, i think one more category well one more snub i'd like to say was uh the Safety brothers for the movie uncut gems that was a movie that i've said before it was one that i really loved and uh i honestly think it's a shame that and didn't end up getting any awards at all it got yeah. completely snubbed mm-hmm. uh, another one was a uh, lulu wang for the farewell i thought she did a phenomenal job honestly love that movie one of the better like you can either call it like a foreign film or like maybe just like an American film as well. Like it, it, it walks that line. Doesn't matter. Still a great movie. Mm-hmm. Farewell, great movie. Definitely deserved to get more recognition than it did, which yeah. it didn't get any. Such
2: yeah, it's strange because it got a lot of nominations at Golden Globes and didn't Aquafina win? Yes, she yeah. won. Yeah, I think she won at Golden Globes and Critics Choice. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it just like goes into like the the sort of Oscars so white campaign that they are like pushing because like i feel like most people like of our age or just like of younger age groups would find that movie to be very much more appealing and would have definitely nominated it yeah so it's just a shame to see it really is and like to sort of like go into we're we're segwaying into best picture Mm -hmm. and uh we got ford versus ferrari (laughs) the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women marriage story 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. And first off, i just like to note that movies like Ford vs. Ferrari and Joker are completely, like, you know, wasting spots. And they could have definitely been used on movies like The Farewell, like Uncut Gems. Personally, even The Lighthouse, too. I love all three of those movies. I hate the fact that a movie like Ford vs. Ferrari is in there.
0: I agree. I think another film that uh, totally got snubbed this award season. Nobody's talking about it. It's really unfortunate because it is a smaller film. It is much more low key. But it's called *The Last Black Man in San Francisco*.
1: Oh, okay. And yeah. that
0: film, unbelievable. It's like the sorts of roles you do not see in Hollywood. It's this like love letter to the city. It is one of the most poignant and pointed and beautiful and horrible depictions of gentrification. Um, Like, this love for a city that is changing, and it is shot and directed, it's directed and, like, co-made by these two guys who, like, basically made the film themselves. And it's this brilliant film. This is a film that I think just got absolutely snubbed, and more people need to see it. If anyone listening has any interest in what I just described, go watch it. It is probably in my top four... Movies wow. of the year.
2: I'll have to go see it. I'm sorry. I've not seen it. Yeah, yeah, I, same here.
0: Once again, the film students fail. Um, you know what? All succeeds.
2: we watch is Citizen Kane and The Graduate. I'm sorry. Uh, I the think Graduate? you're forgetting
1: You're forgetting one movie, and that is Bicycle Thieves, a.k.a. Oh. Bicycle Thief.
0: Oh.
2: Just steal the bicycle. That's the moral of the movie. Don't steal
0: the bicycle.
2: That's the moral of the movie. That's a great well, movie. All right. Movie. Manny, let me... I don't know if this is going to be a shocker, but who do you think is going to win Best Picture at the 2019 Academy Awards? I think the hype 2020 train... 2020 Academy Awards. The, the hype train has
1: declared 1917 as the preemptive winner.
2: No. I, I
1: want Parasite to win.
0: If Parasite doesn't win, they are wrong.
1: Racism Racism co- has won.
0: Trump will be reelected. This is a predictor. It's just...
1: I have a prediction right here. <clears throat> yeah, go. If Parasite wins... Bernie Sanders is winning the presidency.
0: <laughs> I, I hope so. Like that would be that'd be one of the best years for me. This if would it's be like parasite. Progressive. And oh yeah. 100%. My fear
2: is just that because I parasite also got nominated for best foreign film. Yeah. My fear is that they're just going to you know to give it that to give, give it, the it Roma deservedly treatment? that and then be like well it got its you know it technically won a best picture yeah. and then give it to their classic heroic war movie 1917
0: they will be cowards i am going on record here every member of the academy that votes for 1917 instead of parasite and just gives it the best foreign film is a coward
1: yeah i mean yeah because they're pretty much giving it the roma treatment at that point i get i get why they snubbed roma because like the sort of like narrative around it because it was a netflix film because Uh. it was primarily like promoted that way like, I understand why they would do that. They just don't want yeah. platforms to be uh, leading the charge in that way, and they don't want to give it that much credibility. That being said, Parasite is not one of those films. No. And so many people have praised this movie yeah. for just how technically and, you know, in regards to its acting. How cohesively
0: and it comes together.
1: How, yeah. you know, potent the message is in that movie in regards to, like, the issues with capitalism And how it really just creates these two factions between the working class people of the world as well as, you know, the very well-off people in the world. Mm -hmm. And the fact that this movie does a great job of telling the lives of people who, like, live in America, even though it's a Korean film, Mm -hmm. just shows how powerful the message is.
0: I think the message is very powerful, but one of the things, the thing that struck me about it was the writing, the script for that was so good. Yeah. And, like the scene that there's a point in the film where the tone radically shifts and it does it effortlessly it creates this film where it is diverse in tone it is diverse in subject matter and it goes through it like it's nothing it makes it look easy whereas if you were even an iota less skilled it would come off as like this clunky directionless film but because everyone involved with that was amazing at what they do it came together as, I think, the best film of the year, arguably the best film of the decade. Mm. I think it's I think that that is yeah. in, in a best of the decade conversation. 20, I 20? Or, tw- or the decade of 2010?
2: 2010. 2010, 2010
0: through 2019. Oh. I think it is yeah. a front runner for best film of the
2: I
1: decade. Agree. I mean, I 100% agree with you. Um, Like, two of my top four films are from that past decade, those being Parasite as well as uh, Birdman. And oh, I Birdman love Loved both of those movies. Parasite obviously being my number 1 that movie just really compelled me. I've watched it multiple times in theaters. Yes, Actually has. uh yeah. uh there was like this limited edition like screenplay as well as a storyboard that was released from Bong Joon-ho that I ended up buying that I like very much loved. I thought it was a very great purchase yeah. and it just the way he sort of storytells through those sort of methods is just so beautiful to see like behind behind the curtain of this movie. Yeah. And it just made me, my dr- it made my drive for this movie even greater, yeah. I'd say.
2: And you talk about it getting the Roma treatment, but I would even yeah. argue that, I mean, I loved Roma and I've said, I think every frame is a painting and I think the cinematography is gorgeous, but I think the portrayal of the main character in Roma was a little flat. So I would say like, I don't even know if Roma deserved best picture. Yeah. And I think Parasite, the performances, the writing, everything is levels above Roma. Yeah. Not to shade Roma. Like I said, I love Roma.
1: It's like comparing like a great movie to like a transcendent movie. Yeah. You
2: were born for
0: Green Book that year, right? Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> we love a pianist.
0: Yeah. We love that the racism solved.
2: We yeah. love oh, and it's set in Christmas time. You got beautiful <laughs> blown out Christmas <laughs> lights.
0: Yeah, it takes them to Christmas Racism dinner solved
2: in one film. Wrap it up. It's over. Academy Award, here we come. Yeah. But you know who I think we Probably should be watching out for? Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Sugs. If that movie wins,
0: if that movie wins, I will
2: never watch a movie again. Mark my words.
0: Okay. There's a lot riding on this. You know what? I do like I don't even 000. want to say that because
2: knowing the Academy, yeah, it might win. Yeah. No, they're
0: going to be like, we haven't given anything to Quentin. But because so, um, I good, think right?
2: the Academy loves to look back to the good old days. Yeah. And this is set in Hollywood. This yeah. is set in the, is. the free love era. Although yeah. it's all about Quentin Tarantino's hatred for hippies. Yeah. <laughs> and love of feet.
0: He loves feet. You yeah. know what?
2: The amount of frame that feet took up throughout that film. Yeah. I was disturbed. No, it's,
0: <laughs> it comes across as a fetish film at points.
2: I was disturbed. I was like watching this on a giant screen.
0: And there's just beat.
2: You know, there's a, there's a subtle way to do a foot fetish film.
1: So would you say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would be a sleeper pick? Or would you just say that's, you know, just a part of the mix?
2: I think it's, I think that from my experience with the Academy and how they award, I think it's a possibility Do I want it to win? No. Yeah. What do I want to win? Parasite. But once again, knowing the Academy, it's like a very slim chance that Parasite's actually going to win what it deserves. I think overall 1917 is going to get it because it's a, once again, beautifully shot. Nothing against 1917, but it's a war film and the Academy loves a heroic war film. Yeah. Especially one as beautiful as 1917.
1: Movies that I think have any viability, because uh-huh. even though this is one of the more longer lists, the only movies I think that are really in competition are Parasite, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917, and Joker.
0: I can see them being like, eh, you're
1: a
2: Yeah, and I think we'd all love to see that cast walk off those steps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just with their accents raging.
0: Oh, yeah. See if no, they could they're... even get up the steps. <laughs> if there was... One cast that I could go out <laughs> drinking with, it would be The Irishman.
2: Featuring Adele, Adele
1: okay,
0: Speaking of to that. Be true, to be fair though, Parasite also incredible to go out drinking with.
1: My sleeper pick, like ideally the one that I'd want to be my sleeper, sleeper pick is Little Woman. But uh-huh. I think it's going to end up being Joker. I think yeah. out of all these movies... I think if one's going to have a surprise night where they end up winning it, I think it's Joker.
2: I think Joker's like this year's Bohemian Rhapsody, oh my god, where it's it, a better
0: film than Bohemian
2: Rhapsody. No, but I mean it's like it's yeah, like it was version. a very popular. It did well at the box yeah. office. Not as great as the other films, but it's probably going to win a lot. Yeah. You know, maybe not Best Picture, but a lot of the mm-hmm. more technical awards that maybe should go to other films. Other films. Yeah. Like, I'm, when Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Editing and I, I went into a comatose state.
1: <laughs>
0: I was confused. Too. Okay.
1: So, in regards to your guys' like final picks for Best Picture, what are you guys going with? What do you think wins? Uh,
2: Wait, what do we want to win me. or what do we think is going to win? I'd like
1: to get both takes,
2: if okay. possible. Perry, would you like to start?
0: Okay, this is the raging optimist in me, which doesn't come out very often if you know me, uh, but Parasite, Parasite.
2: Ooh!
1: Yeah. I mean, is, I, wow. I'm I'm on the same boat. Like oh, okay. I think oh, yeah. 1917 might be my realist picture. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna go with Parasite, Parasite. Yeah.
2: I want Parasite to win. I think 1917 is going to win. Yeah. No, I really just want Little Women to win. <laughs> okay, I just I love Sir Sharon. Sir And honestly. on that note, we'll end the podcast. the get off the stage music.
1: That's it for Beach Weekly Arts, make sure to tune in next week when we will have our Daily 49er Democratic Party Primary Podcast Series, where we will be diving into five of the leading candidates in the Democratic primaries in California. I'm Manny Valladares, signing out, and thank you for listening.